From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallego with your latest news. Police are investigating a fatal collision in Cayman Brac. The fatal two-vehicle collision happened shortly after 1 p.m. today near the intersection of Polak Drive and Heights Road. Police say the driver of one of the vehicles, an off-duty police officer, has been taken to the Faith Hospital for treatment for what appears to be non-life-threatening injuries. The passenger of the other vehicle was uninjured. However, the driver was pronounced dead on scene by medical personnel. RCIPS accident reconstructionists from the Traffic and Roads Policing Unit in Grand Cayman have traveled to Cayman Brack to assist in the investigation. Premier the Honorable Wayne Panton announces the development of a comprehensive Cayman sustainability agenda as he addresses the Cayman Islands Chamber of Commerce annual general meeting. Radio Cayman's April Cummings reports. Two years into his term as Premier, the Honorable Wayne Panton says his government strives to put the needs of our people at the center, growing the economy and ensuring that businesses thrive. Mr. Panton says at the core of government's philosophy is ensuring that the rising tide that is our growing economy lifts all boats. He says thanks to tireless work over the last two years by government and private sector partners, our economy is strong and getting stronger, having reopened from the closure due to the pandemic to an economic growth rate among the best in the region, in excess of 3.5 percent in real terms based on the last published numbers. In his speech, the premier said international business is thriving, hotels are full again, and shops and restaurants are bustling. He says jobs are available up and down the economic ladder and reports a surplus in this year's budget. Mr. Panton also says the business sector is growing, with 351 new business applications processed as of the end of January and over 1,100 renewals. As of December 31, 2022, the total number of business licenses and certificates stood at 13,309. The Premier vowed to further address the cost of living, housing, and traffic public transport challenges we face. The plan includes formulation of a comprehensive Cayman sustainability agenda that focuses on ensuring the islands are a place for Caymanians to live and thrive, while also ensuring it is a welcoming place for newcomers who wish to become part of our diverse social fabric. The initiatives include an adjusted minimum wage, a substantial new investment in affordable housing, and working with other private and public sector initiatives to train Caymanians to earn and keep the higher skilled good jobs, whether those are in the trades or in the boardroom. April Cummings, Radio Cayman News. Cabinet's January 31st meeting is mostly housekeeping, along with the approval of several regulations. Radio Cayman's Paula Cal has more. The first item Cabinet dealt with was granting approval for Flying Bull Corporation Limited to make an application to the Grand Court for restoration to the Register of Companies. This was followed by the group advising the governor to greenlight the disposal of a parcel in Georgetown to the Health Services Authority. A lease was approved for part of Shaw Warehouse for Customs and Border Control, as were the renewal of two leases at Highgrove Business Park for the Department of Planning and General Registry. Looking at legislation, Cabinet noted the Ministry of District Administration and Land's Annual Report and Financial Statements approved the issuance of drafting instructions to include a new administrative fee under the Monetary Authority Act and greenlit several pieces of housekeeping legislation including the Accountants' Amendment Act, Commencement Order, and three companion regulations, Application for Membership, Disciplinary, and Quality Assurance. They also set six applications for notaries public. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Paula Cal. You can find the full summary online at gov.ky. 
Police issue a reminder on driving under the influence. This after nine people are arrested on suspicion of DUI this past weekend. This report now from Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin. Police report eight arrests taking place overnight Friday from February 10th through the 11th. Four of the arrests took place following motor vehicle collisions. Two drivers were arrested with a blood alcohol reading of under 0.100%. In one incident, the driver of a vehicle attempted to avoid a checkpoint on West Bay Road by making a sudden turn onto a side street and then fleeing on foot. However, officers were able to quickly locate the two occupants of the vehicle who appeared to be under the influence of alcohol. Both men were arrested on suspicion of driving under the influence. The RCIPS is reminding the public of the importance of refraining from drinking and driving. Police say all nine drivers face losing their licenses for at least a year if convicted. If any are repeat offenders, the penalties increase and further repeat offenses carry the possibility of jail time. In addition to the nine DUI arrests, three persons were also arrested for driving whilst disqualified over the weekend. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. Police say they will continue to, quote, proactively target and prosecute persons who engage in unsafe driving behaviors. As always, the best course of action is not to drink and drive. If you plan to drink, plan not to drive. In other local news, earnings up, customer numbers up, sales up. 2022 was a good year for Caribbean Utility Company, CUC. Radio Cayman's Carsey Fuller brings us more from the Seoul Cayman Islands Power Company's audited 2022 financial results. According to CUC, new customers and developments in the construction sector were the driving factor for the company's 2% kilowatt-hour sales growth and a 2% increase in the summer peak load. There was also a spike in the customer base, growing by nearly 1,000 to just over 33,100 customers logged in 2022. During the year, the company and the community had to cope with rising fuel prices and its impact on bills. The company's average price per imperial gallon of fuel last year jumped by 61% to $4.67. That's compared to just $2.90 in 2021. Now, in July, government initiated the Electricity Assistance Relief Program to help residential customers deal with the spike. And then in October, Offreg approved the proposed CUC Fuel Relief Program applicable to all customers to reduce the financial impact of the fuel cost spike through December. Those programs have now ended. Net earnings for CUC were $33 million, a $2.9 million increase from the year before, primarily attributable to, quote, higher operating income and slightly lower finance charges. Earnings on Class A ordinary shares were $32 million. That's about 86 cents per share as compared to 29 million 79 cents per share for 2021. Sales in kilowatt hours for 2022 were 674 million, an increase of 13.6 million, about 2%. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. Now, CUC has been reinvesting in its infrastructure and upgrading its systems, including ways to increase renewable energy penetration. In September, the company signed an agreement with the technology group Wurzela for the supply of two 10 megawatt energy storage systems, and a month later, an agreement with Man Energy Solutions, SE, for life cycle upgrades for five existing engines with a total capacity of 68 megawatts. These moves are part of CUC's plan to reduce its reliance on fossil fuels and increase renewable energy penetration. CUC is releasing an additional 3 megawatts of capacity for residents wanting to use renewable energy under its core and DER programs come March 1st. Vice President, Customer Services and Technology, Sasha Tibbetts. 
The core and DER programs have proven popular with both residential and commercial customers, and we anticipate that the extension to these programs will be rapidly taken up by our customers and will assist in our goal of reducing the Cayman Islands' dependence on fossil fuels. Our company remains committed to promoting and developing renewable energy as a source of electricity generation, and we believe that programs including, but not limited to, core and DER demonstrate that commitment. Under the consumer-owned Renewable Energy and Distributed Energy Resources programs, customers can connect renewable energy systems to CUC's distribution system to reduce their monthly energy bills by generating their own electricity while remaining connected to the power grid. And we'll leave you with this one. Celebrate all things agriculture by heading to the Stacy Watler Agriculture Pavilion on Ash Wednesday for the 54th Cayman Islands Agriculture Show. The show is basically to showcase what the farmers and, and backyard farmers also, commercial farmers, have that have done in the Cayman Islands, have produced um, and what we are capable of doing. And there's also a place that you'd gather that, you know, you'll see people that you probably never saw, you never saw in five years. Agriculture Society President George Smith tells her to Caymanians, in addition to the regular highlights such as a plant sale, delicious Caymanian food and local livestock experiences, this year's event will feature international entertainers as well as a special visit. We have a member from the royal family there, mm. um, which will will open the show for us. So, so definitely that gives it a little bit more attention as to, to what is going to happen that day. Their Royal Highnesses, the Earl and Countess of Essex, will be visiting Cayman next week. The annual agriculture show starts at 7 a.m. on Ash Wednesday. Tickets are $25 and can be purchased at eventpro.ky. That is your latest local news. From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shanda Gallego.